Guru Nation, thank you for checking out another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. If this is your first time here, or maybe not, I appreciate it. Like, subscribe, leave a review. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get my sponsors out of the way. The first one is my DSCS site network. We help sites get studies, help them do their budgets, help them with SOPs, a shoulder to cry on, anything you can think of. We help sites across the country do. The more sites in our network, the easier it is for us to get studies and from sponsors and CROs directly. If you're interested, check out the link in the show notes, a low monthly subscription fee. That's my company. Also, CRA Academy. If you're interested in learning how to become a CRA, check out the CRA Academy. The only program out there with a real internship opportunity through my CRO for all graduates of the Academy. Also, CRC Academy, same thing, but for coordinators with real internship opportunities. And now I wanted to get to my sponsors who help make this show consistently available to you and well-produced. First one is Viva Site Vault. Links in the show notes. Free electronic investigator site file. Free digital signatures. Free delegation of authorities log, all digital, go paperless. It's completely free. If you ever wanted to try going digital, at least for the investigator site file, check out Viva, link in the show notes. Next is Versatrial. It keeps your study portals organized. It's collaborative. So all staff at your site can get access and use it. We have 12 15 links sometimes per study to different portals. This keeps everything in one place. It keeps all your passwords. So it's just one click. And it also has an amazing feasibility tool to help you do feasibility surveys a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently for free. Next sponsor is Creo. This is the only one that's not free, but I think it's well worth it. It's eSource, it's eReg, it's CTMS, it's patient recruitment, it's patient payments. And you don't need to try all those things at once. You pay for what you need, but it is amazing. Once you start using it, most likely for the e-source, you're gonna want the CTMS. You're gonna want the automatic invoicing. So when you click on your e-source, dry ice was used for a lab, it will automatically send the invoice to the sponsor for the dry ice, saves you time. Countless things like this in Creo, amazing tool, check it out. Next sponsor is Inato for experienced sites. If you wanna get studies for free, Inato's the way to go. I just got my first study recently through Inato. It did take a few studies for me to filter through, but Inato actually does a really good job of making sure that it's a study that you actually wanna take. And they even do one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls with you and your PI or whomever from the site wants to join to see if a study is the right fit for you. And it's absolutely free. They get nothing out of it. I think the sponsors pay them on the back end. And it's amazing. So check it out. Inato, link underneath in the show notes, free. Finally, my last sponsor, 1N Health. This is a central patient recruitment vendor. They currently do not work with sites. But if you're a sponsor or a CRO, they are the best. I've used all of them. I've been doing this for 17 years plus. They are the best leads, the best interface for coordinators. You can text patients directly from the portal. 
they literally saved one of my studies recently, both at my site. We were just screen failing patients left and right until we finally used one end health and we got ourselves a respectable randomization number all through one end health. And they also did this entire study wide sponsor was able to end enrollment successfully because of them. I've never used, I've never been a fan of central patient recruitment vendors. This is the best one. Check them all out. Links in the show notes. With that being said, enjoy the show. Guru Nation, welcome back to another episode. I'm with my coordinator. We have Daisy Villanueva. She's, uh, her LinkedIn's underneath this video, by the way. We're going to start with that. LinkedIn, everybody go network, connect. The market's hot coordinating. Uh, how long have you been coordinating now at Yuma Clingo Trail? It's like um, literally your last day with me yeah. is right now. This is the last moment we have is this for Yuma Clingo Trail. Yeah. It's wow. been uh, nine months. Nine months? Yeah. It's almost my birthday. Yeah, your birthday is mm-hmm. in October? September. Oh, September. Oh, your birthday for working here. Or your actual birthday. No, like my actual birthday. Is in September? Yeah. But that was in October. No, it's in September. When September. is it? Uh, 24. Ah, so we won't miss <laughs> your birthday. Okay. Well, everybody <laughs> tell Daisy happy birthday because it's probably going to be out before that. Okay. So before, for those that don't know your story, you used to work at... Um, AMC, Academic Medical Center, UC San Diego. Um, and then you worked there how long? Um, three years. Three years? Three years. I, I didn't know that. I thought it was only one year. Three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. But it, it was so streamlined. Like, com- yeah. compared to what we do, like, how does that work? Compared um, to, like, a small clinic? like. It was more than anything, I would say, more of a assistant type of position comparing it to here um we just didn't go that in depth to um, the protocol and um, deviations um, training logs ip accountability we didn't do all of that so um it was just mainly focusing on recruitment and um, data data entry okay Mm. and then they paid you relatively well yes and then you decided to work for a startup where we don't pay. We're not known for necessarily paying well. I mean, we pay well for Yuma <laughs> standards, but from what you were getting to what we were. So, but what was the rationale for making that move? Um, I moved for personal reasons. Um, it was just too much time away from my son. The drive was a little bit far away for me. Um, and then I decided to look for another job um, just because I, I I honestly started getting bored at home, you know, just being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> so um, I started looking, and um, I, I messaged, um, you know, the person that had posted the, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. and uh, and yeah, and that's how I met all of you guys, and that's how it happened. <laughs> it was all super quick. So if you had to like break down the differences between, and you've basically been here long enough to, like, you're almost been a year the pros and cons of AMC, because now you're going to go to U of A, Mm -hmm. another AMC. Um, Can you kind of break down, because there's people watching that haven't worked at either, Mm -hmm. and maybe they have a choice. Like, 
the pros and cons from what you've seen so far? Obviously, you can't talk about U of A yet. Um, I would say the pros of working for, you know, a bigger um, academic CRO, um, it's going to be more organized, that's for sure, more organization, um, more structure. Training, I wouldn't say the training is going to be better. What do you mean by more organized, though? Like, what, what is, like, exactly like what? Um, you'll have SOPs for everything, like, hmm. literally for everything. Like you know? sending an email. No, not maybe not that. Maybe not oh, that. Yeah. But well, actually, yeah. Even you'll have templates for yeah. sending emails too. Yeah. You're right. So yeah. So that's how I would say you know uh, is is one of the big differences. And you um, have to follow it too. You do have to follow it. Yeah. Uh, it's very specific to the protocol. You can't. They don't want you deviating from anything that the sponsor or IRB approves. Mm -hmm. And um, site level. It's, um, you have to be a little bit more resourceful, <laughs> but that's where the fun comes in. At the AMC? No, here at the oh, site, at us. the site level. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's, it's honest to me, it's fun. It's fun. Like to be able to have, um, that kind of like flexibility, like to be creative and to do kind of things on your own terms. I think, I think that's fun. You exercise I, a different muscle. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, what was some of your favorite things um, that you got with us that you didn't get, like with a small site that you didn't have with the AMC? Um, I could pretty much, uh, pretty much like reach out to anybody, um, you know, when it comes to like the subjects or the patients that we're trying to enroll, I could reach out to pretty much anybody. It didn't have to just be somebody from the clinic. Um, it, it could be people coming from the ads, you know, from the leads, um, even like friends, family. Um, you did good with that. Shout out to One End Health. Mm -hmm. We did a whole, they sponsored now too. Yes. Shout out to them. They saved they our study. Mm -hmm. They saved, I say they saved their study. <laughs> you say the same or? They, they were very helpful. Um, I could have spent my time like a bunch of hours in one day looking for people on the database but it was a lot more helpful to just click on that on the website for the leads and just call people from there they were already pre-qualified so it made my life a lot easier so reaching out to patients you actually like that some people would say they don't like that like daisy that sounds crazy that's not fun what do you mean like you said it's fun to like reach out to patients um some people watching may say that doesn't sound like fun like that's I don't want to do that. I mean, uh, it, I guess it depends on everybody's personality, but if you're just stuck on your laptop the entire day with no interaction, like no human interaction, like to me, that's boring. Is that what it was like almost out of the AMC? Like that kind of? Um, it can be. With me, no, it, was, it wasn't like that, but it can be like that. I see. Uh, they kind of compartmentalize every role. But like you, like over there at UCSD, you guys were all like in one office, like this kind of. No, we never had a, our own office. Um, my where, site, we never had where, our, where our own office. Where did you go every day? We would just kind of, uh, we would go wherever they had space for that day because. It was like a cubicle or. No, it could have been an exam room or it could have been the waiting area, <laughs> the patient waiting area. So you're could just have been the break laptop? room. Yeah, taking my laptop with me everywhere. And your coworkers. Same thing, trying to find a spot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, with us, sometimes it feels that way too, but 
Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say no, because no, we ha we've always had our own little spot. I, yeah, I haven't had I to worry about like, where am I going to work out of today, you know? I see. Mm -hmm. So do you think that's like um, interesting? I didn't know that. I thought everyone like, because I've monitored at UC San Francisco and like when I went, everyone had like a cubicle or like they had like common areas like this where mm -hmm. first come first serve, you just sit down. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's what it was like over there. Mm -hmm. And what, what did you like, what are some skills you learned here that you would have never got if you stayed at AMC that you can leverage your career forward? Um, I would say um, EDC, um, everything having to do with EDC. You um, never did EDC before here? I did, but not to this extent. Mm -hmm. Now I, I ha I'm, the, I'm the go-to person for queries. I'm the go-to yeah. person for making sure EDC matches to the source or e-source match, you know. Um, so I, would, I couldn't have done that over there. Um, yeah, it's been Why, several Why, they had things. other people doing just that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a role for everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, when uh, lately, because out of necessity, you've been sort of mentoring new, the new people. Yes. Which, did you ever do that at the AMC? Yeah, I was, oh, yeah. Um, I was the, the senior over there too, so, so yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's like, to me, I noticed that like from day one, you were like very good with... Um, and maybe it's because of your experience at the AMC. You're, like, very good with managing people, even if you're not, like, in charge of them, but, like, handling a situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw some stuff, like, in a startup, you get chaos sometimes. Yeah. Maybe. Like, a lot you? of the times. <laughs> did you a see chaos like that at the AMC? Um, not as much. It, it, if there was chaos, it was more for other things, not 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 so much um, for. You mean like vendors and stuff, vendors and nah, and just like amongst coworkers, like well, colleagues, um, not like as drama much. and stuff. If like. if there was drama, it, it was worse. Yeah. Oh, it was worse at the AMC. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. But that was my experience. Worse I wouldn't than what say, we sat through. Yeah. For like a week or so. Yeah. Wow, mm -hmm. that was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. What about like management at AMC compared to small site? Um, just in my experience, I didn't have uh, the best man management. Um, they were not supportive. You know, the inter I always go back to the interview because I always say at that the was AMC. yeah, that was the best interview I ever had. Like it it went so well, and I felt so great after it. And, and I, I just hadn't experienced like that level of interview before. So their interview was amazing. And at the interview, they were telling me that they would support me every step of the way. But <laughs> once I started working, it was like the complete opposite. I was just left alone. And my only other experience was at the hospital. So I had no research experience. So I was starting from zero by myself without like mm -hmm, anybody, mm -hmm. you know. And then here, like different? Yeah, different. Um, I mean, you've been super supportive, and um, you know that my my other colleagues here have as well. But the difference is, I already had an idea about what I was doing. Yeah. So <laughs> you came in kind of knowing, yeah, more or less. You mm -hmm. got to see, at least I hope, like a different perspective. Like, 
we kind of have to fight for our patients to get them randomized a lot of times because mm -hmm. the default answer for a lot of these vendors is no like screen fail mm -hmm. and i feel like that's like kind of a amc attitude of like let's not do more work for this patient because mm -hmm. it's like it's just more work let's just screen fill them and tomorrow's another patient mm -hmm. i feel like that's the attitude and i feel like with a smaller site like us there is not a guarantee of a next patient so you do what you can to get the ones you have in Mm -hmm. And you saw some of that, and some people may call that patient advocacy, others may call that, um, it's your incentive. But the two can be right at the same time, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Like, that's, it doesn't have to be, like, separate things. They could be related. That's one of the, four, like, for-profit sites. That's kind of, you are incentivized to randomize people. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't be a patient advocate. And it doesn't mean the patients don't want the same thing, too. Mm -hmm. And so you get to be in the middle of some of those fights maybe they're not i don't think they're fights but like you know you know what i mean like yeah so hopefully you'll learn a thing or two from that that you can take on to amc where i mean i would love to think u of a has patient advocacy but i don't know i went there but i as a student mm -hmm. and i didn't work for them so hopefully you can take that attitude to the amc because if you bring like small business mindset to an AMC, mm -hmm. I think it's like the best combo because mm -hmm. they have all the resources, but then what they lack is like ambition. Everyone's just sitting around waiting to get promoted and like they just no one wants to make mistakes, mm -hmm. you know? So maybe it's something you can bring to there. What's your goal for like the next phase of your career? Um, Besides I, leaving us here, like. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to grow as much as I can. I want to see how high up I can go, and eventually, I want to feel confident enough to have my own site. You I, still I want to do that? Yeah. Right, I'm glad you brought it up. in the future, Because yeah. I didn't want enough. Are you going to get in trouble or not? Okay, so you do want to have your own site? Yes, sometime in the future. Um, I don't know when, but but yeah. Why? Uh, I want to, I just want to have a, you know, provide a better life for my family, my son, my family. Mm -hmm. Do you think that a stable, like that's still better than a stable job? Um, it depends, right? Uh, I know there's people that prefer and stability and, yeah. and I know that's an extremely stable position to have. Because yeah, most people like don't want that. Mm -hmm. Like. Katie, who's here, I've had this talk with her. She's like, the last thing she wants to do is like think about having a site. Yeah. So it's like inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it just depends on, on, on who you ask because I, I know on the one hand, stability is, you know, way better because you, you know you're going to have something to fall back yeah. on. And having your own site, it's like a whole different, you know, thing. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're stressed every day. Maybe I don't know. You tell me. Well, <laughs> that's how I picture myself. I would be. You know? If you if you want to do it, you're gonna do it regardless. The uh, good to great. It's a good book. Everyone should read. The enemy of great is good mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. The enemy of great is not bad. The enemy of great is good enough. Like you're doing good enough to where, why would I risk it all? To try to provide a great 
lifestyle, right? In the case of owning a site, it's like you make your own schedule, all that stuff, right? And yeah. you're still paying yourself. Like, that's considered great. But good enough might be a high salary job. Mm -hmm. So that's the danger for you. Or, or others like you watching. Like, we're using you as a symbol for others also. But it is yourself. Because there is, like, an archetype that is like Daisy out there. Many, actually. Mm -hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to come to SOS, save our sites? If you invite me. <laughs> You've already been invited, Daisy. Don't act different on camera. We've invited you already. You coming? Yeah. All right, we got it. Yeah. And you try to get your colleagues to come. I'll try. It's on U of A. Like, it's their place. Mm -hmm. Okay, anybody want to go connect? LinkedIn. Still the place, right? Yes. Oh, tell me. Okay, before we go, I don't go on... I'm on a lot of clinical research stuff, but never on Reddit. But I hear, now I'm hearing it, not just from you the other day. You told yeah. me, like, oh, Reddit. Brad tells me, Fox, mm -hmm. um, the lady we interviewed here with Daniel two weeks ago mm -hmm. that I can't put her interview told me, Reddit, everybody's getting info from Reddit. What is on there that I'm missing out on? Like, what, what did you learn on Reddit? Um, and share with us. So Reddit has a bunch of sub forums mm -hmm. and a lot of people, I'm sure you know that already. I'm, I'm like explaining well, it I to you. I know that, like, but like what is it tomatoes. about research? Like what are you talking about? So um, they talk about like everything. Like they'll talk about the mass layoffs. Um, they'll talk about, they even talked about like CVS when, whenever mm -hmm. CVS um, closed down and They'll talk about memes. They'll talk about, like, I hate my manager. They'll talk about all sorts of things. Like, is your CRA as dumb as mine? So Serious? Yeah. They'll talk about did everything. You, did you post on this? I've posted on it before. What did you say? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but it's it's fine. Like, it's a good way to wow. kind of, like, network incognito, I guess, if you don't want oh, anybody to know. Oh, because you could be anonymous. Yeah. Nobody I knows see. who you are. But how do you trust what you're reading if they're all anonymous? Like, I mean, you can always double check. You can always Google, yeah. you know. Interesting. Because it's true. Like, there's a lot of misinformation in the internet. But if, if it's something that really matters to you, then just look it up. You know? So is it more like entertaining or is it like actually like something more than entertainment that keeps you going back? Um, it's like it isn't entertainment, but it's also just to kind of be in the know, you know. Of Am what's I missing going out on. by not being on there? I think so. Really? It, yeah. They, I've seen people steal your memes before. Because I know you do your own memes. And I'm I've making seen them myself them, I've right seen here. them post th literally the meme that you posted like a day before or something. Yeah, because I don't put my signature on the meme. Mm -hmm. So it's really funny. I, I keep going back for that and just to be in the know. Um, they you, talk should, about, you should come to my defense. This is my boss Dan's meme. Then they'll know who oh, I am. Oh, they don't know who you are. <laughs> I got you, I got you. That's the thing, you want to... Uh, I mean, you could, you know, you could announce to everybody in there, like, hey, I'll, I'm Dan I'll go Sparrow. in there not anonymous. You like, could, yeah, you I could. Uh, there's celebrities that have done that on Reddit before. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. so you definitely I could. I didn't realize, like, until you mentioned it the last time, because I kept hearing about it from others. Mm -hmm. Like, recently, all in the last few months, like, Reddit. So, I wonder if it's, like, taking off. On, yeah. on research because yeah. I know it's been around forever but for research specifically yeah definitely mm -hmm. so you'll keep doing it you'll keep using Reddit yeah for sure alright mm -hmm. you gotta show me um, we'll, we'll stay in touch 
even after you're gone. One of the things is like, I keep networking with um, staff even after they leave because mm -hmm. you never know. Like, we can help each other out. Maybe there's a study like private-public partnership kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's always like networking opportunities. And then if you want to start a site, we can definitely talk about that too mm -hmm. when you're ready, which we already did privately, but yes, it still stands. It's just we might make another video sometime. Some years in the future, who knows? We might. You never know. <laughs> so you went from AMC where you had a kind of semi-bad experience, would you say? Is that fair to say? Like Yeah. Semi-bad, yeah. yes. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. To small clinic where you had semi-good? It restored my faith in uh, being happy at work, so yeah. Well, that's way better <laughs> than semi-good, but let's just say semi-good, mm -hmm. right? Because yes. pay is not as competitive, whatever. And now you're going back to the same kind of place that you said you had semi-bad experience. Mm -hmm. Are you nervous? I am nervous, yeah, definitely. But I'm excited, but I'm, I'm very nervous about it too. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, but the good news is you have like all these years of experience now and the market's hot. Yes. And you're a Reddit power user, so you know how to find opportunities. Mm. Right, and her <laughs> LinkedIn's underneath, recruiters. Now I don't care. Hit up Daisy. <laughs> I know, I always do that, right? <laughs> now I got to do it. Like, subscribe, comment, share, guys. All right? Her LinkedIn's there. Bye-bye.